let me let me say this as nicely as I can. The political scene in the U.S. has been a show for years. <laughs> so that being said, are you really going to pause your right. Right. your decision to continue to move forward, build the life you want to build, because of the dip that's in Washington? Right. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and we're here for another segment of Whiskey Wednesdays with my main man, Mr. Dave Savulich. What's up, brother? We're going to get going, guys. These are our short, sweet, to-the-point episodes where we go through a couple of trending topics, some things that we're, that's going on in our world, and then we answer some questions that you guys have and that you send in. So as a reminder, whatever platform you're watching or listening on, DM us the questions that you have, and we'll make sure that we answer them on an upcoming segment of Whiskey Wednesday. Dave always has our topics, our questions, everything ready to go. So let's let's dive in, let's brother. Let's dive in. All right. Well, first of all, this morning, uh, brought in a little gift for you. Oh, my and, favorite gift. Uh, One of my favorite gifts I've gotten all the time, just, and just so you just know. Just so everybody knows, I, we had a, a, a custom-made brand, like a cattle brand, of the Vodacy logo, logo on a nice wrought iron uh, Yeah. I'm gonna, I told these guys that. I'm going to Yellowstone style it. I'm going to one of these Whiskey Wednesdays. <laughs> you know, maybe we have to film like six or seven episodes in a row, and then I'll yeah. then I'll brand then yeah. I'll just do the Yellowstone yeah. style, the chess brand. Maybe you know? maybe yeah. we brand you live on a Whiskey Wednesday. Let's not let's not get out of ourselves or commit let, to anything. Yeah, but, we're, we're, you know. we, we might be branding the wall behind us or something <laughs> instead. Yeah, yeah, we might. Well, maybe we do that. We do a live brand on on a Whiskey Wednesday. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I, love, right, I, we'll I got the I got the Vodacy cattle brand. It's yeah. awesome. Love uh, it. So, uh, question for today: a uh, little something about us. What is your favorite part of owning your own business? The biggest part for me is just the and it's it's kind of the embodiment of why I love like the cowboy attitude, right? It's entrepreneurs have to embrace like self-reliance, personal responsibility, like whatever the decisions I make affect what happens to me tomorrow. Yeah. And as an entrepreneur, there's nobody coming for me, right? And and it's why like I always tell people like the when they're like, "Why do you like the cowboy?" You know, it's like it's not just the cap, the hat and the boots and everything else. It's this attitude of self-reliance and personal responsibility. Right. And that's what to me entrepreneurship is. Is yeah. nobody's coming for me. I'm responsible for the good or the bad that happens to me. And there's all kinds of factors out there, but I have a direct impact on what my life looks like tomorrow. And we all do, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, right? You can be, you still have to have that same, you know, personal responsibility, self-reliance, like you're responsible for your, for tomorrow. As an entrepreneur owning my own business, I love that part of it. As it grows and you start to have this level of responsibility for other families and other people, like we've got a lot of, a lot of, People here that work there with is us big at responsibility Odyssey. And, for sure. Um, there's something that I get fired up about with that. I love that part of it. Um, it's it seems like it's a heavy burden, but it's a burden that I love to have. Like I yeah. I just feel like okay, we can better lives and we can do things. And the decisions I make are now not only just affect me and my family, but other families. And right. um, there's there's something that is that I'm drawn to with that. I don't know. I don't really know how yeah. to explain it because yeah. I wouldn't say that like I love it. Like a, it's one because it is a heavy burden at times, yeah, and sure. you feel this. It also gets you fired up. Like every single day, there's not a day when you're an entrepreneur or running your own business that I don't want to go to work, you right. know, or that I'm right. bored with work. Right? Yeah. Like I don't have a day. I can't remember the last time I browsed the internet at the office. Right. right. I mean, right. I don't, I don't just pass time right. at the desk. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so there's always stuff to do. There's always things going on. There's always challenges you're overcoming and it just feels like it spices up life. Well, and you can control your own destiny. Yeah, I, I like that. You, 
you don't necessarily answer to anybody other than you and your family and to what Vodacy's created and the employees. Yeah. And I think that's, it is a little bit of a heavy burden at times, but it also comes with great satisfaction and, yeah. and uh, motivation, you know? So yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. You no. and I have talked no. about it a lot no. and, you know, I came from the corporate world and, uh, for 22 years and, and, you know, it's a, it's completely different. There's yeah. different stresses, different challenges, uh, emotions, but m- excitement as well, you know, that come along with it. So yeah. there's a lot of goods and bads. I and, think. and you're right. It's not for everybody. Everybody. I don't believe everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur. Right. No way. I do believe everybody's cut out to create their own path and to be responsible for, you know, the things they do today, be responsible for tomorrow. There's a lot of entrepreneurs, right? People that right. work at companies and they have to take, I, I do believe that you have to have that, you know, take responsibility for what you're trying to do and move that ball forward every single day. Right. And just things get better. Right. But, but you can be part of a system and, and fit in really, really well in part of a system. And, and that might be for you, but because, because entrepreneurship is not always the end all be all for everybody. And I think that a lot of times, especially when people look at it, let's say looking at our like Vodacy today and and what we've built and what's going on. It seems like, oh man, that looks fun. That looks right. like that. That'd be, I'd love to be a part of that. Not a lot of people, you know, the first, you know, when, when yeah. you're starting it off, not a lot of people know the first three or four or five years when you're starting off a company and how right. much you put into it, how little money you make, what really, you know, what life is like is not the, what, what it looks like today when you're building. And, right. and a lot of people aren't built to go through that, that first three to five years where you're just not making a lot of money. You're working your butt off. Right. Right. You but know? you change lives. And I think yeah. that's also part of it because you control the outcomes a lot in, in what you do and what the strategy is and what the plan is. And, yeah. and I think that's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. So, it's awesome. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. I can't imagine not doing it. I've worked for myself and, and been kind of responsible for my own, my own stuff for, 24 years, most of it was investing in real estate, not really running a company. Right. And and then we started Vodacy as an actual company, helping other people invest. And it, it's a whole different ball game and it's a whole different, you know, there's there's different levels of responsibility. There's different skill sets I had to develop that even though I knew how to invest in real estate for a long time, a lot of time I didn't know how to run a company, build right. a company and manage yeah. payrolls and, you know, manage sales teams and marketing and all that stuff. And so it's, it's been a really fun journey to figure out and learn that stuff too. All right. A couple, couple weeks ago, I think it was maybe a month ago, you did a, a podcast and it was, it was kind of a strategy that I want to kind of dive into a little bit more. It'd be great for the whiskey Wednesday uh, listeners to kind of hear, but you know, we at Vodacy kind of coined the phrase five years to freedom plan, super simplistic. Um, it's a, it's a process and a plan and a strategy that really we've been talking about for a long time, um, something that we do all the time. And I kind of want to dive in because I think our listeners could benefit from understanding how simple it is if you really make this a priority, commit to creating, you know, some some wealth through real estate in the short-term rental program. Yeah. So, but, you know, a month and a month and a half ago, I did a podcast and it was, um, it was your guide to 20,000 a month or 250 a year, right? And and really, it was an outline of our five years to freedom plan with that as the outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, get get be a part of our mailing list. We send you out emails because we're I'm going to start doing a series, a workshop series that's going to be at least once a month here starting very soon. And it's going to be a five years to freedom workshop. And the concept behind five years to freedom is it's something that everybody can do. It, but it's also not, hey, I'm going to have... I'm going to be have fi- lifestyle and financial freedom in a year. Right. That's right. that's swinging for the fences. And do some people hit home runs? And does that happen? Sure. But is that realistic for 
the like the majority to repeat over and over and yeah. over again. Not really, but taking three to five years and having an outcome. And and for example, that that podcast was saying, okay, I'm going to take my outcome is two fifty a year, twenty thousand dollars a month in passive income. If I'm going to do that in five years, how do I reverse engineer year one, year two, year yeah. three to get that outcome? And the point of that was saying, listen, it's not that difficult to go find a property every single year that nets you fifty thousand dollars. Right. We know how to do that, right? And and it's not, I mean, that those those types of properties are out there. They're not finding a needle in a haystack. And so, but it's also getting somebody to say, am I actually committed to an outcome? Am I committed to something for five years? Right. Some people, five years feels like an eternity. They're not going to commit to it. So they're going to be the ones that are going to say, hey, listen, put my money in Bitcoin and hopefully I hopefully it hits big and and I don't have to do anything. And and you know, maybe that works, maybe it doesn't work. This is a plan and a path we're, we're very close to. We understand intimately. We're doing and, it ourselves. Yeah, we, yep. this is what we do. So we're saying we know other people can do this. We've also helped hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other people do this at this stage. The five years to freedom is saying, listen, if you, we all talk about lifestyle, financial freedom. We all want a certain amount of passive income. You may not want two fifty a year in passive right. income. You might be making a hundred thousand dollars a year and say that's what I need to do. So yeah. I just need to find a property that nets me twenty thousand dollars every single year and stack those properties for right. the next five years. Right. And then all of a sudden I have options. You may never want to quit your job. That's okay too. You may say, hey, listen, I want to build a legacy and I want to have three to five properties for my family to be able to use. And we go to, I just did a podcast yesterday with one of our members and the financial aspect is important, but what was more important to them is finding a lifestyle asset that they could go use and disconnect from life. And her and her husband and her son could go use it once a month. Right. Their goal was yeah. to say, I want somebody to pay for a property in one of our favorite vacation destinations that we get to use once a month. Right. And so based on that, it was, that, like that is their that's their that was their one year plan right and they right. want to do that five times yeah. so their five years to freedom is having five of these types of properties that are able to do that and be able to stack those assets what I want people to realize and why I'm going to do the workshop especially the workshop series and I'm going to do it once a month every single month is because this is something that almost anybody can do right. whether you're right. making fifty thousand dollars a year whether you're making five hundred thousand dollars a year right. You can do this and right. you can say, hey, give yourself three to five years. Let's be disciplined. Let's have a roadmap to follow. Let's commit to the outcome. Let's roll up our sleeves and figure out what we need to do today. And like I always say, pick that one thing today that right. you can do today, build that life you don't want to take a vacation from. That's what we're doing. It's right. like, okay, what right. can I do today to start committing to that outcome and building that life right. that I want, which right. is which is ultimately lifestyle and financial freedom for a lot of people. But lifestyle financial freedom is different for everybody. Right. That's well, what's I, important. I love that because somebody may say, I need $250,000 in five years. Yeah. And that's great. That's a great goal. But like you said, somebody else may say, you know what? I just want 100000 or I want 50000 or whatever that number yeah. is. If you're making a million dollars a year, you might say, I need a million. Exactly. Right? Yep. 250 you, is not going to pay my bills. Right. And your goal is to work towards that. And I love you saying that a lot of people's goals are different. Some are financial, some are a lifestyle asset. They want a vacation. They love the vacation. So if I can get a property that breaks even or just makes some money, but I can use it when I want, that's an amazing for me and my family. The the five years to freedom program, awesome. I love it. it you know, you did that podcast a few you know months ago, and then I, I just think we got to keep diving into that because yeah, it doesn't happen overnight, and it doesn't happen in the first year, and. You can get a great property in the first year, no question. But if you want to continue to grow, let you know, make sure you're committed to three to five years and, and yep. go down that path. And, and the fun part about when you really dive into the game and you really figure this out is a lot of times people think that they have to save up for a down payment on a property 
every single year. It's like, man, I just had to save up right. X amount this year. I don't know if I can save that much next year. Well, once you really understand the game, you really don't. You parlay one down payment into the next with cash flow and tax advantages and everything else. And before you know it, you buy five properties with roughly the same amount of money you started with with one, mm-hmm. if you understand yeah. the strategies. So that's what I'm, I'm excited to talk about. We talk about it a lot inside of our mastermind group. That that podcast I did, I just took an outcome and kind of broke it down. And so you can kind of see see the the how we break it down. But we really call it our five years to freedom plan. And yeah. and five years to freedom, the freedom is different for everyone. Right. Exactly. And that's what's important. Yeah. There is one thing that can make or break your success with short-term rentals, and that's your ability to provide your guests with an amazing night's rest. We're taking all of the guesswork out of selecting the perfect mattress system. Personally, I have these custom mattresses in every one of my short-term rentals. We love them so much that we even got them in our own personal homes here in Utah. So visit VodiceySleepSystem.com and use the promo code PODCAST. It's all caps at checkout to get 55% off. First question. Um, uh, you know, as, as artificial intelligence and the AI kind of is, is the new kind of buzzword, what kind of role do you think that will play in the short-term rental market as we kind of dive into that? I don't think it's going to be super disruptive, to be honest. I mean, AI is out. It's been around for a long time. When it comes to writing descriptions and headlines and figuring out the algorithms, the thing about copy with AI and descriptions and things like that, it can write good copy. The problem with it, it with the copy is... The algorithms recognize it as coming right. off of Chat right. GPT, right. and they don't want that either. Yeah, what is it? Jet, Chat GPT. Chat. Okay, all right. GPT. PT. I didn't know. It was <laughs> Say TV. that quick five Jet, times. Chat GPT. <laughs> but they know they they recognize the same as when we write ads, right, for our properties. Right. The, you know, Facebook is like, hey, this was, or Google is like, hey, this was written by AI. Yeah. We know it right. is, and so you do still have to get involved. It can help with a lot of things. It can help it you can give you up. some great ideas. Absolutely. Yes. And being able to use it. We use it all the time, yeah. right? Helping us with newsletters. But it does about 80%. Get you about 80% there. And the outputs are only as good as the inputs as well. And so you still have to understand the game you're playing. You still have to understand your target audience. You still have to know what they're coming for to help you set up these great experiences. The algorithms themselves on all the platforms, which ultimately what everybody's trying to figure out is how to how to boost your performance and your exposure on a lot of these out uh, um, platforms. And and there's a lot of software tools that claim they can do that. Maybe they can, and but I haven't seen one yet that's that effective. The only thing that I've seen so far as being effective is having a good offer that converts. And what I mean is having a property that people book and yeah. that boosts you in the algorithm, yeah. period. Um, maybe there's going to be more and better AI tools, but the problem was when everybody does it, how are you going to boost every property out there? Right. And so ultimately it's still going to always come down to the fundamentals, I believe, but it can be a really good tool to help you creatively, you know, write some some newsletters, get some, you know, help you with your descriptions and your headlines, but understand that you still have to have the foundational knowledge of what you're really trying to get out of it because with good, better inputs, you get better outputs. Yeah. Well, and I think also... AI will never replace experience. And, you know, you have more experience than anybody in this short-term rental market um, from a real estate perspective and a coaching and mentorship and mastermind group. So, you know, you can use AI to give you some ideas and jump in, but there's still some, you know, intrinsic value about with your experience and things that you've done and, and, and gone through. And you you have to use that. You have to teach people with, with that in mind. So, and when you bring that part of it up, like the knowledge piece of AI, right? And, yeah. and kind of diving into a game. There's a lot of knowledge out there. And in fact, one a guy reached out to me and I won't mention who it is. And I'll try to keep it as kind of vague because I don't want to out anybody. Fairly big deal in the investing world. And um, 
raises a lot of money for investments and knew that short-term rentals were very popular and had AI. He took, he called me up and said, Hey, Sean, I, I just had chat GPT write a book. It <laughs> took about four hours. I got this really good book. I sent it out to my group and I've got a whole bunch of people that are wanting to give me money to invest in short-term rentals and, and follow through and execute, right? AI can't execute, right? right? right. There's got to be some experience in execution and the knowledge to execute. And, and to his credit, he said, I don't feel, I don't feel the like, I feel like it's too much of a responsibility to take their money. And I don't know, I don't know how to execute in this space. Right. right. So he called me and said, can you help me? Can you help us execute? Cause I've got, you know, I've got millions and millions of dollars raised people giving me wanting to go into right, this asset right, class right. based on me writing a book and yeah. he titled the book in his name. And so everybody thinks he's an expert. Right. Now he's and, like, I, I can't deliver on yeah, what I've I can't what deliver. written. Yeah. So, so to his credit, he, there, he yeah. did, he did realize there's a level yeah. of responsibility that he put the pause button on. I said, send me the book. I'm just curious what the book, I mean, it was a damn good book. Yeah. I mean, it was really good. 95% accurate, like good stuff. The knowledge was there, but he didn't have the experience to execute, didn't know how right. to execute. He knew he was going to run into problems along the way. And how are you going to navigate those those issues? That's where I think AI gets people in, in trouble yeah. is there's a lot of really good information out there from people who have never done it. Yeah, And exactly. a lot of it is coming from AI right? and it, it's produced. And so that that's a really good point you make too. I was kind of thinking more on the side of like yeah. marketing and, and helping right. us boost our, our stuff, but that literally just happened. And and he he ended up not taking the money. He ended up not doing that. And uh, and and we said, listen, we're we don't right. you know we, we like to be really well, upfront there's, and there's on one stuff. And, there's you know there, there's one part in delivering it and promoting it, but it's it's well promoting it, but then also delivering it. You you got to be able to deliver what you promote. And so if AI is promoting this amazing thing and you can't deliver right in that situation, that becomes a little tricky. So right, right. Just uh, and, and I always say too, like. Go on podcast. Listen, if yeah. if you're going to have somebody that you're hiring, do can they can they speak live about a topic? Can they get on podcast? Can they answer questions? Or is everything just edited? Right. Is everything just written? You know, on a script that they're following. Like we, when we do our podcast, they're they're four hour Q and A's unscripted, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not, or I mean, our, our webinars, our webinars, yeah, yeah our, in our workshops. I mean, yeah, we do three day workshops unscripted, and so yeah. you know, it's because we have the experience to, in the, of executing for a long time in the yeah. space. And it can be misleading because there is a lot of really good information out there. And like I said, his book was really good. Yeah. And, you know, and, and at least he put the pause button on, but a lot of people don't. They're saying, right. hey, I'll take your money and and I'll figure it out after that. And, well, and that's where you have to be really careful. To the webinar example, uh, if anybody ever has a chance to get on one of your webinars, they'll see, literally it's a live webinar for three hours and Sean, you know, answers Q and A for, two of those hours and you can't, AI can't do that. Can't, there's no experience yeah. that's going to replace that. I mean, yeah. that's amazing. So they'll, they'll understand what experience you have and how creative and amazing you are on those webinars. Yeah. So that's, that's just kind of a plug for the webinar, but they're amazing. And, yeah. and yeah. we and jump right again, on it. Sign on, sign on to yeah. odyssey.com. We always try to do really good workshops and webinars and we love doing this. Thing, yeah. Right. And so it's, yeah. it's, it's really fun for us to help people walk into this again with their eyes yeah. wide open. I say that over and over and over again um, because that's really what our goal is here. All right, last question. So uh, we're we're upon the uh, political scene right now in our in our country and a, a uh, uh, an election coming up. Yep. So you know, a lot of people ask, okay, oh, it's an election season. How how will this affect the short term rental market? And you know, do I get in the game? Do I wait? You know, some people are concerned about that. And so you know, we've we've now been through several uh, major 
you know, wars and elections and natural disasters and stuff like that. So what, what's your advice to somebody that, that asked that question about an election year? Let me, let me say this as nicely as I can. The political scene in the U.S. has been a shit show for years. <laughs> so that being said, are you really going to pause right, your, right. your decision to continue to move forward, build the life you want to build because of the dips in Washington? Right, right. Frankly. It's been an election year for eight years. It's been, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, really, what are right. you waiting for? If, yeah. you're, if you're giving yourself an excuse to sit and do nothing because of the election, that's all it really is is an excuse. Yep. Does it affect different things? Yes. But are we navigating it every single day and have we been for the last decade? Right. And yes. And so is it an important election? Yeah, they all are important, right? And and there's a lot of things that are going on, but there's always these outside forces and these outside influences that you're going to have no control over. Right. It doesn't matter who gets elected. doesn't matter what policies are in place. You have to navigate the landscape that is in front of you, period, right? And so what are you waiting for? The better landscape? I mean, the grass is never greener. I mean, right. the, there's always going to be things you're navigating. There's always going to be challenges. If you're going to sit on the sideline, maybe ask yourself, why am I comfortable sitting on the sideline and giving everybody else the power to right. tell me to wait to do something? Yeah. And so, um, again, I, I think that the it's been a circus in Washington for a while, and I don't think it's going to get any better. And so I don't, I don't frankly pay a lot of attention to it. I vote. I want certain policies in place. I absolutely would fight for certain things over other things. Like, I think that's important. But regardless, I'm moving forward every day on right. what I'm trying to do. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's, I love that. I think that's great advice. Those who are sitting on the sideline, it's you have to make a decision. Are you going to sit on the sideline or are you going to get in the game? And there's always going to be an excuse. There's always going to be something out there. And uh, I just, I, I think that's great advice. So. Well, we're going to end. We're going to end we're on gonna that. We're going to end on that. That was like drop the mic type <laughs> advice. I love that. So yeah, yeah. good, well, good, I'm good pretty... episode today. All right. Let's, let's wrap it up. <laughs> well, guys, yes. we always appreciate you spending your time with us. We know how valuable it is. And it always means a lot that you're here with us listening and joining us on the show, whether you're watching or listening on your favorite platform, wherever you're at. If you got any value out of this, give us a like, thumbs up. Maybe if you have more than 30 seconds, give us a review. Share the show with somebody you know that might enjoy these types of episodes, talking about all things short-term rentals. And then that final thing that I always ask you as a favor is to go pick that one thing you can do today, start building that life. You don't want to take a vacation. Cheers, my friends. Cheers, brother. Cheers, buddy. <laughs>